All right. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to episode number 129 of the TXR podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Invader, and damn, does it ever feel good to be back on the show. I tell you guys, I really hate missing shows, and honestly, I'm just rearing to get back into the thick of things. But I have to say, Centurion, you did one heck of a job in my place last weekend. Uh, Did you enjoy taking the reins of the show? Oh, yeah. I had an absolute blast. I got to uh, meet Mike Mullis over there at NLG Gaming. Awesome dude. Awesome podcast. And I got to sit here and kick it with Downer and Shockley, and we actually had an awesome four-person show. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I caught some of the highlights of that. No, that was pretty good. Uh, You uh, really rocked it, honestly. Uh, I guess I got to hand the reins more often to you. I, I appreciate it. I am humbled. Mike actually did a good, great job too on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, he had me laughing. Yeah, yeah, Mike's a great guy. Uh, well, any of the crew from uh, NLG, uh, you know, fine fellas there. But yeah, Mike, Mike, I uh, really appreciate his takes on things and just a great personality overall. But remember, Centurion, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes, Uncle Ben, I know. I'm not gonna go crazy and try to you know start a wrestling career and take over all right you remember that remember that in spider-man the original one with toby mcguire he was a wrestler yeah i (laughs) I like that one but yeah they've done the whole uncle ben uncle ben thing like way too many times i know but now it's like he got completely wrote out it's just like yeah we all know about uncle ben We, we don't even do that anymore oh yeah all right, uh, let's move along here. Uh, Jeremy, bud, how you been? You been uh, playing any games recently? Uh, yeah, I just started uh, the Star Wars game. Uh, that's a good game. I went shooting this morning and I forgot my um, my earbuds, not the earbuds, but the earplugs, and I can't even fucking hear. Right Jeremy's now. ears are ringing. It is ringing. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> well, were you? Uh, I know you had picked up some new uh, some new gear. I guess you could say recently. Were, were you using that earlier? Yeah, I picked up an uh, uh, AR fifteen and uh, a Winchester shotgun, which is actually made in Turkey, believe it or not, because uh, Winchester is now international, so they make guns all over the world. So that particular shotgun I bought is not made in the USA. It's made in Turkey, even though. Winchester is an American company. Now, come on. Come on, uh, Jeremy. America first. Is there anything made in the U.S. nowadays? No, not anymore. You can't even get a damn mask. (laughs) Masks are made in Puerto Rico. (laughs) I want to know where all the toilet toilet paper factories are, honestly. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my gosh, man. You go in, like, today going into the store, you just kind of, like, watch people go to the toilet paper aisle just to kind of walk away in shame because nothing came in and you're just like oh man this sucks well, i'm living here in the garden state so uh i'm, I'm predicting that a lot of trees are going to be uh they're harvesting central park turning it into toilet paper are you there serious you go, right man. now yeah well pretty soon we'll be going to wipe our ass with plastic instead of paper so okay. Credit cards, so can't use them anymore. Uh, Dude, we're actually having radio ads in my area for getting bidets installed into your uh, bathroom. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. 
I cannot make that up. I'm getting there is ads on the radio right now, you know, and are you like lack of toilet paper? Have our guys come in and install a bidet? And have you have you checked out the uh, toilet paper memes? All of them. I mean, some of them are just fucking hilarious. (laughs) I seen one where they have uh, a stack of leaves next to the toilet. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, that one's golden. Yeah, there's a lot of good uh, toilet paper memes. Like the memes just keep my spirits flowing right now. I love my memes. I don't know about anybody else, but I need them. We could talk about this all the hell with games, right? All I've been seeing was people like calling their kids in the bathroom and you know what? Toilet paper. And then they would just take like chocolate sauce, whatever, and rub their hands with it. And the reactions from these you know, kids are priceless. That being that being said, I think it's time to make a toilet paper game. Because we have soda soda drinker pro. I think they should make toilet paper pro, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> Just a, Dude, just, there is someone right now getting out a pen and paper. Don't. You know, uh, buddy, wouldn't it be ironic that somebody right now is writing that idea down on a napkin? Yep. On yeah, toilet you, paper. You can make a good game out of it. Yeah, maybe an like iPhone game, just wipe your finger up an ass crack and just keep wiping it oh until it's clean. <laughs> Uh, Give me a thousand gamers for about five seconds. Pay, I'll pay, buy it. Pay a, a dollar to, to get different versions of asses. Fat asses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they can make a game about bread and they can make a game about trying not to fart, I'm pretty sure they can make a toilet paper game. I think Soda Drinker Pro is probably the worst game ever made. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I play that game. I've never played it, man. I've heard so much about oh it. Oh, my I God. I love it. It literally was It was the game that, that even Xbox. Yeah. Xbox was getting heat uh, for, uh, for for having it on the storefront. It was that bad. You know, I've what, never. What game was that? Soda Drinker Pro. Really? Yeah. If I I've never been on acid, but I could imagine like somebody on acid just tripping out about those. It's like a trip out. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, okay, let's go. Full soda maker. Full soda Now, uh, Megatron, uh, how are you holding up, man? You got into any gaming? Yeah, I've been uh, I've been gaming. Uh, what have I been playing? I've been man of a damn trying to finish that. Ori has been driving me insane. Trying can't to pass this, that this worm. Worm is chasing after me, and I'm just not good enough. My, I guess my old man, you know, Twitch skills are just uh, holding me back, man. I'm just, uh, mm. I'm sucking right now. So for right now, as great as Ori is, it's, it's. I want to throw it out the window. <laughs> That's it. It's good so far, so. But we gaming. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, kind of relaxing. You know. And uh, that's it. Just ready to get into these topics. Mm-hmm. Well, Ori's <laughs> definitely a love-hate relationship with uh, mm-hmm. some of the difficulty, to say the least. Um, you know, I love learning all the, you know, the different uh, trials and tribulations with, uh, you know, level design and enemies. Like you said, I haven't gone to that worm yet, but uh, I've heard mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty rough at times. We'll call it the tequila worm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. I didn't die too many times, and I think I died like a total of uh, 161 times in Ori, too. And that worm, I probably died about 20 times. Mm. Uh, I got you beat with that one, buddy. Oh, I got you way beat. 
the part that you're talking about, uh, Megatron, I had, a, I had a big problem with that one too. Mm -hmm. I, I spent maybe two and a half hours. Oh, shit. I'm right behind you. Wow. Is that the end of the game, though? It can't no, be. it's not. It's close, close to it. Okay. Because I've been trying to like finish every single thing in the game, get all the like the shards and the upgrades and um unlock all the maps. Um before. I, I think I think that worm's harder than Shriek, the last <clears throat> final boss. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you right. think yeah, Tim? Well, just because it, it, it's the shriek is very hard too. Uh, you know, I don't want to go too much into spoilers or give away, you know, gameplay mm. because how to beat it, but it, it, it you gotta know what you're doing to be to beat the shriek but uh the the worm um i felt the same way uh megatron i'm very frustrated it was i felt that that was you know yes. you know you gotta just it's trial and tribulations i guess you just gotta keep doing it you get so used to it then you get up to a certain area now uh, it me of the Remember in the first one where you go up, oh yeah, it starts to fill up. Yep, and then, and then you you finally get past it. it yeah, that. But mm -hmm. um, I, I to be honest, I talked about this with Rand. I felt Ori was Ori two is harder. Than yeah, the first one. Yeah, it's more difficult for sure. I mean, the only difference is you actually know the play mechanics now, so I think that's why they made it harder. Right, so. because people did complain that it was too hard the first one, but you know, I mean, I had like I mean, it's a joke, but I had fifteen thirty six deaths in the first one. I completed <laughs> the game, and then I uh, on this one I had a thousand deaths too. But the way I play, to be honest, I, I mean, I just try to like just fling through it. Uh, you know, the way to play, if you're real careful, you could definitely minimize your deaths. Yeah. But you know, um, the, the it was a very similar experience I felt to the first one as far as I got lost in the middle of the game. I got lost in the middle of this game where I couldn't figure out what I had to do next, and all it was was like I just had to like bend like it was like I had to go under a branch that I didn't think I could go under. Who in the hell is watching TV right now? It's not oh, me. I oh, think it's me. Oh, I'll that. Sorry. Um. Uh, did you find yourself yelling at the screen a couple of times? Like, oh, yeah. uh. my wife yells at me because I scream when I. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not one of these people that, that you know, um, I play games, I finish games. I, I don't really go and do the guides. I, I try to finish it on my own. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't have the greatest of skills, never did. Uh, you know, I just basically truck through it. I, I, I'm also not an achievement hunter. Uh, I just want to get through the story and just end the game. Um, that's the way I play personally. I play for, you know, uh, obviously the game. Uh, I love the, the, the graphics on a game and stuff like that. I love the technical nature. But me as a gamer, uh, Jeremy always says I do suck, but I do suck. I, I'm not really a great gamer I, you know i have to uh i have to you know keep at it to really you know try to be good at it i mean i finish games but you know you put you put a, a game in in a, like a, a young kid gamer's hands and it's just amazing what they can do 
compared to what you can do. You know what I mean? Now you're making me feel bad for telling you that. So thanks, Tim. <laughs> no, I don't feel bad. <laughs> don't blame yourself, Tim. Blame Ori. That little the, the wonder they're extinct. Ori's just not good. <laughs> I, I, I love Ori, but it's definitely not an easy game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it too. Ori, that little squirrel thing, like he pisses me off a lot of the time. I don't know, <laughs> but I guess that explains why I uh, he has a high death rate when I play. But uh, hey, Tim, uh, how have you been the past week? Have you been playing a lot? Uh, this week, actually, I've had a very uh, busy week as far as I've been doing things. Uh, that I do around the house, shopping. Um, it's, uh, you know, I haven't, I, I've been playing Control pretty much, but uh, it's been more of a week of, um, you know, pretty boring, but a lot of, I had to do a lot of stuff. It's just, uh, you know, so, relaxing and this whole weekend, I didn't, I didn't find anything. I just so home. you've been home. You've been home. When was the cutoff? You yeah, well, know, I mean, I've been working, but it's just, uh, it's just, I guess, saying that it's just starting to get to the feel like it's. I think we were talking. I was talking about a thing. It's just, it's, it's starting to get. To, it's starting to get to the to you know, yeah. Patience, like right, right now, like everything seems like, like I play games and I'm bored of video games. I'm bored of, uh, you know, anything on TV. I've watched everything. Netflix. Forget it. Everything. Everything is just like it's at the point where. You know, um, not to complain. You know, I have no complain, but you know, you want everyday life to start up again. You, you know, we've done this for how long now? And it's just, it's just this week was particularly tough for some reason for me. You know, uh, somebody brought the point up to me, like you know, people work 365 days a year, 12 hours a day. You know, have imagine having that life, and you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's great that people do that, but you know, you know, just doing nothing and being bored, or having you know. You know the, the 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 not the ability to do what you want. Uh, you know it just it just gets just get a little shitty. You know so. Uh, yeah. You know other than that, um, I'm trying to finish control, and um, then I want to get into Doom Eternal, which I have. So, uh, oh. you know I just you know I, I uh, uh, like I said I, I had a hard time with Ori, um, so I can definitely. Uh, you know, um, you know, feel what Megatron's doing. That, that game was was I, I was fucking excuse my language, but I was cursing all over the place <laughs> <laughs> with some of the some of the stuff that went on. Well, I tell you, Tim, Doom Eternal is is just a gift. It's like from Bethesda to to all of us, it is just a giant awesome gift. You're gonna love. I it. I heard, I heard that it was I a great game. I heard it's another hard game though. I heard that the last no. Four- uh, that's good to hear. I heard the last boss is ridiculously tough, but I, I'm gonna definitely. Uh, I enjoyed the first one a lot. I want to enjoy this one. I just kind of want to finish control, and then be uh, onto that. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I mean, you know, with any boss, you have to figure out the you know different weak spots. It's not. It's not as bad as what people are saying. I don't think I, I beat it pretty well. But uh, what's his opinion on control? If I could ask. What'd you say? What, where am I? I'm in, I just completed the chapter five on control. No, but what's your opinion on it so far? Um, I'm a big fan of, of uh, Remedy. I am um, too. I enjoyed the hell out of control. I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, the only thing I would say that I got, uh, you know, the no waypoints, um, which is a, a, a debate now that's going on between gamers. Uh, I got, I got, uh, I was stuck in the part. So, 
once I got past the part where I was stuck. Oh, dude, their freaking map system. That was the one downfall yeah. of that game. Yeah, the map system's definitely Did the they fix the map did they fix the, the bug on the map that would actually hide it? Yeah, no, I had that too. I had that too. Still you have to like open and close the map until it yeah. finally appears. Otherwise, it's just like you're wandering yes. around. Yes, they still have that bug. Um, you know, and and you know, once you get to figure that out, which I kind of kind of have a good figure out of it now. Um, you know, it's definitely unique um, map because it's like it's overlaid while you can still play, um, but. Um, yeah, that 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 part of I have to say, other than that, the game I think it plays great. Uh, the storytelling I feel is um, is excellent, remedy style. But I feel like they kind of um, they went a different way about it than they usually do. Like with Quantum Break, more of it was like you had to read it and you had to like engage it. This they kind of just say, "Hey, you got it. You can go back to it, and it's in your it's in your paperwork. You know, you just pick it up." Uh, whereas with Quantum Break, you picked it up and it was like you had to read it right there. Um, so I kind of find myself not as engulfed as I was with Quantum Break because I actually read everything with Quantum Break. And with Remedy, they have a lot of stuff that's kind of funny or, you know, there's little things that they put in there um, that I have to still go back to. You know, I kind of been just playing the game picking the things up and not reading any of the stuff that I've gotten. So, so now, I, I should. Centurion says there's Alan Wake ref references. Yeah, in it. you have to do the reading. The re there's Alan Wake references in all the reading. Uh, you when you like, because you'll actually find like uh, documents on the typewriter that Alan Wake used, and they also have documents of right. agents describing what the situation was like going there to basically clean up that event. They just wanted to uh, basically, it's kind of like the X Files. They go in and make make it look like that event never happened, and they just hide it. Um, but hmm. Like now, the thing is though, by not reading the documents, one like just I'm using this as an example, and like it goes into the humor that Remedy has. I found a document about a rubber duck, and this document up and down warns you about the rubber duck and how it can just mess with you. And like you're just like, oh, well, that's cool. And then as you play the game later on in the game, like a while after you find this document, all of a sudden you see the rubber duck in the middle of the floor down a hallway. And like it, if you just basically didn't read that document, you're like, oh, there's rubber duck in the floor. But it made it different for me because yeah. you see the duck in the middle of the floor and you're like, oh, crap, it's that thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the beauty of, of Remedy is that, like you said, they have past references. They have uh, an odd way of humor. They have like funny things in it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try actually when I pull my next playthrough to read some of the stuff. But like you know, as like when when Quantum Break when you picked up an item, it was right there. You had to read it. This they kind of streamlined it, um, and I kind of find myself not enjoying it as much as I should because I'm just picking it up and not reading it and ignoring it and just you know figuring it out. You know the 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 way to get past the certain point of the chapter. But um, overall, I think it's 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 remedy to me. So. I'm enjoying it a lot, so I, I, I can't say that. I'm, the only point that I said that I wasn't enjoying was when I was when I was lost, but once I figured that out, the game like just fell right into place. So I'm I'm liking it. Am I the only one that didn't beat Quantum Break in here? I got to the end. yeah. <laughs> I got. To... <laughs> I barely started it. I got to the end, mm -hmm. and uh, I never finished it. 
and I feel bad. Well, from from what I remember, the end was kind of a, a bummer. So yeah, they screwed the end up. Mm-hmm. The end's a bummer, but the overall game presentation of the story is excellent. The end had me excited for a sequel. I was like, hell yeah, we're gonna keep yeah. this going. But I'm saying that that last boss, the last boss fight, is garbage. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to beat it. Because you know what, you're running around in circles, and then I guess you get to the second stage of the boss battle, and you're just kind of running around. You got this like light chasing after you, or whatever, if I remember correctly. And that's yeah. just kind of so I well, just it stuck. turns turns out to be the guy, and you have to run away from the explosion, and then you have to hit him. It, you mm-hmm. know, once you once you figure out what you do, how to beat him, it's it's not that hard. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt Quantum Break, uh, yeah, little tidbits like that kind of. Took that game down, but I, 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 I'm very. Remy does a good job, man, and it's unfortunate because I feel like they don't get the credit that they deserve. It's like they they're so close to greatness, and they never really um, get it. I mean, Alan, I don't. I know. Alan, I know why. Because their why? characters are as prevalent in their stories. It's weird. Their stories are excellent. Nothing beats their. They're great storytellers. However, they're not good character tellers. They don't have a good. There's not a great character presence in any of their yeah. games. Hmm, that's yeah. an interesting hypothesis there. Yeah, it's kind of true. I mean, they they messed with the character with Quantum Break originally was the uh, the mud face guy that we were joking around with. Well, I think we had a name for him, but um, <laughs> then it was then they then they they retooled it with Sean Ashmore. Ashmore and, yeah. and that, like that all going. I think but, they should. I think they should have left the old character in there because whenever I play a game with, uh, you know, like TV characters or movie characters, it ruins the experience for me. I don't know why. I, don't know. I, I thought Ashmore did all right. Now wait a minute. Yeah. So what was your opinion then of uh, not to like hijack the thing, but what was your opinion of um, God of War? Oh, I love God of War. Okay, and you know who Kratos is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, just I'm just wanting to say. Okay, I, but uh, overall, I'm saying the majority of the games I play with movie characters or TV characters, um, you know, I don't really care for. <laughs> All right, and of course, last but not least, uh, Shock. Uh, hey, buddy, how you? I know you've been sitting uh, quiet there. How you been doing the past week? You've been gaming at all? Yeah, pretty good. Trying to finish a Final Fantasy remake. Pretty, uh, pretty dope combat. They definitely my game of the year for so far. And if uh, well, I'm, I'm guessing Last of Us will eventually make it out. So, <laughs> but as of, as of right now, it's my game of the year. Mm-hmm. Shock! You're gonna be mad at me. I had my finger literally on the trigger. This no, it's no pun intended. But I had my finger on the mouse. Ready to buy a Panzer Dragoon Saga for the sake of Saturn <laughs> for six hundred and seventy-five dollars. What? Shit coming. what the- Whoa! <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Okay, I did that a okay, few years one, back. I was, I was I pulled I the trigger gonna, on that. I, I was gonna buy it, dude. Gone, bro. I bought yeah. it for like six hundred. I yep. resold it since then, but. So the other deal is they have a trilogy for they have all three games uh with panzer dragoon saga included for twelve hundred dollars i just might end up doing that one no, i don't know what no that's not 
for all three but, of them? Yeah, but it's in super mint condition. I just, I did not, my research on uh, it. I not. Um, I don't. Even, I don't no? even think that adds up. Because yeah, I think you can get Panzer Dragoon in pretty good condition. Like it, it's maybe lowest. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The other two games aren't worth that much. Like they're like expensive compared to like other retro systems. But yep. Uh, they're both under easily under hundred dollars. So you know, I, I, know I hope they, get they do. Out of that. <laughs> I hope they do the remake on both of them, so that way the price goes down. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they re- do do Saga. That's a long shot, but yeah, twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> Jeremy, I got I got it right here, buddy, for you for eight hundred bucks. I'm making it nice. right now. See, that's where you just go. <laughs> Instead of that, you just go and buy a Saturn and you buy the Phoebe board. Uh, or Raya board. Basically, it's a uh, you take out the disc drive, you put the board inside where the disc drive would go, and then you play every Sega Saturn game. Oh my! I gotta yeah, including Saga. Yeah, because you you put them on an SD card, and then you can patch in uh, English translations because there's a lot of English translations for the. There's a huge Japanese library on the Sega Saturn because uh, oh, wow. it did it did better than the PlayStation in Japan for most of the the time it was there. I gotta talk to you after this show, man, and hit you up about that. Yeah, I'm playing through another game called uh, wa- uh, Walking Walking Rotor. It's kind of like the Sega Saturn's version of. It reminds me of Final Fantasy VII, um, but uh, it was all it's at like a Fire Fire Emblem type strategy game. Yep. Um, but it has a really cool battle system, but it's all in Japanese. No one's ever no. done like an English translation, so I have to like follow, kind of like a my phone kind of the translation of all the text but it's a really they, cool game they had some sick rpgs on amazing the pattern. there's oh so many God. amazing games that are just never got yeah. never came over to the states because if of, you remember you remember Bernie Dragon. Stolar he totally screwed that system that system could have actually done something in America even as yeah with all of its uh, negatives because yeah. there's so many games that they just said nah they don't need it Yep. No, I won't do good here. Like, what? <laughs> and you remember uh, Dragon uh, Force and... Um, the Shining Ma- series? They didn't even finish the game. They only Oh, yeah, had, Shining like, the, the Holy Ark. Oh, like the God. Shining 3. You only got like one oh, yeah, scenario. Yeah, that's right, that's right. It was only the one game. Oh, my God. Like so many amazing Sega games just never came to the States. All in Japan. Yep. Yeah. But, hmm. I ended up importing uh, Shining Force... Uh, the second version of that one, I imported it. That's a great thing. You can English translate and patch all of that stuff, like police cool. knots and stuff. So, because Sega Saturn has the best 2D games, easily kills the PlayStation quality wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think the parallax backgrounds they can do is like twice as much as the PlayStation. However, the PlayStation could do better, like transparencies and 3D effects, and yeah. Yeah, if it's like a 3D game, if it's a 2D game, it's definitely safest way to go. Yeah, people are getting bored now. We're talking retro stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and Centurion is looking at me like during the headlights, even though I can't see his eyes. <laughs> but yeah, I did get the uh, Elite Series too. I'm actually just that. sitting here going like, you know what? I'm gonna move to Montana because apparently they be balling up there. Because damn, twelve hundred dollars on some Sega Saturn games. I'm gonna go I down thinking, no, I only pulled my the, I almost pulled the trigger on the six hundred dollar one, not the twelve hundred. Dude, there's a shop here in Phoenix that uh it's a nice has a ton piece, of though. retro stuff. I guess I'm gonna have to start going through it and finding out if there's any gems in there. It, it's like a trophy piece though, so it's yep. It, it's gonna hold its value. If not, it's, if anything, it's gonna go up. So you could always just sell and get your money back at any point. 
Mm-hmm. But I bought the Elite Series 2. That thing is money. At first, I was like hesitant. Was it going to feel like it's like, am I going to have buyer's remorse? But as soon as you put that in your hands. It's so good, Shockley. You're like, oh, okay, nope, this, this feels right. <laughs> That's worth the money. All right. All right. Well, on that note, fellas, we're going to head right into the first topic of the evening. And after a whole bunch of early leaks and teases, Microsoft finally revealed the Cyberpunk 2077 limited edition Xbox One X console bundle. Now, Jeremy, I'm going to start with you. I know you're uh, huge on Cyberpunk. What do you think of it? So I'm probably giving my biased perspective on it, but I, you know, because I love CD Projekt Red. Uh, I love Cyberpunk. Um, I think getting the marketing for this game was huge for Xbox uh, because the game's going to be huge. Um, so I was looking at a few comments uh, on Twitter regarding the look, and I think the general consensus is it's ugly. I don't know if you guys got that, but <laughs> but the general consensus is uh, it's ugly. But I actually really like it, you know, especially the controller. I think. Uh, there was some hilarious touches in the game. Um, some of the language on the box, uh, instead of the flux capacitor, it said the super uh, capacitor. <laughs> I like the samurai logo on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but the controller's Ooh, yeah, the controller's great. I think um, it's cool that some of the lights glow in the dark, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know about the sounds yet, so maybe if if Keanu Reeves like does the opening when you push the power button, I think I'm sold on it already. But it's it still remains to be seen about this price point coming out for that system. I hope it's not five hundred dollars. In fact, I am dreading if it's five hundred dollars because I don't know if people are going to fork over the money uh, if this system's five hundred. But we'll see. I mean. I think it'll be at least four hundred with the game. Um, I think it's going to be three ninety nine. Well, it's uh, Megatron's not going to be with the game because it comes out three months before uh, the actual game comes out. But yeah, well, preloaded. It I'm comes with that it. download code. I'm It'll pretty sure. Download code. So definitely mm. that the controller. To me, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I've seen I've seen better with Xbox Pope. You know, <laughs> but the controller, <laughs> look, the controller looks, I mean, where's that yellow? You want that yellow. You know, you think Cyberpunk, you want that kind of neon greenish yellow on the controller. Maybe you know, do something different with the LED in the little center Xbox, that little circle, the Xbox thing. Make that a different color. Like, just do something different. This is just like red. I just, yeah, I like, mm. I like the, I like the design, the overall design. I think it was uh, well done. Some people don't like that look. You know, but again, it has, yeah, it has that in the bat in the bottom of the people like it, a lot of people hate it. Yeah, but on the bottom of the box, it has that samurai logo, which I'm totally on board with. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's great that they put that on there, especially the blue LED light. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's gonna look sick in the dark. Yeah, yeah, like to me, I think it's a sharp looking console. I, I, it's probably. Well, it's up there on one of my favorite designs of this generation for consoles. I I'm a big fan of the industrial design it has to it. Yeah. All the little yeah. all the little details like the laser etchings and uh, like you said the uh the samurai design, the glow in the dark. Like I don't I don't even know if I've seen that before on a uh, console the whole glow in the dark um going on there, but I like I, it. 
Yeah, I do think it's their probably their best uh, collector's edition to date. Um, that's just my opinion, though. But uh, I do like the Gears of War one. It was really well done, uh, especially the controller. Uh, that controller is sick for the Gears of War uh, limited edition. Um, what else? I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I but. personally feel the same way. I, I think it's going to polarize. Uh, people either love it or hate it, but for a custom console, I feel like it it's good for the fact that it's very unique and there really isn't much like it. Uh, I like the, the way the console looks. I like the, the lighting on the console, the blue LED light. Um, you know, I think, I think if you're into collecting consoles and, you know, this is a collector's item, this is uh, right up your alley. So for me, I don't know if I would be getting it because you're getting so close to the Series X, but I don't know. Maybe I'll just uh, return one of my, you know, other ones and just upgrade it. You know, because it's probably going to be four hundred bucks, and that's not a bad deal. The timing of this, right, is to me just seems off because you know, right around the corner, you do have the next gen consoles, and this probably is only for the collector. Um, I do want the console, but to spend four hundred. Uh, I don't know, man, if I would want to just kind of just I just feel like I'd be wasting money, to be honest. Um, yeah, I want to I'm going to I'm going to blow out on cyberpunk uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. If you go on Amazon right now, they have the world of cyberpunk 2077 deluxe edition hardcover. It's like a collector's edition and it comes with it's 86 bucks. Yep, so I you can pre-order it right now. Yeah, you, I think you showed it to me. Actually, I reserved it like right away. But it comes with that book. It comes with a poster. It comes with some stickers, uh, and it comes with uh, with a sick. Um, it's a nice little bookcase too for it. And actually, uh, CD Pro the CD Project Red store has a cyberpunk backpack. It's a really nice, sturdy backpack um, that you can reserve right now. That comes out in June. It's about a hundred and twenty dollars um for the backpack which is it's pretty hefty but it's still an awesome looking backpack now you're gonna get the the guy too jeremy because i did i i i still no, play. i'm I not play. a big i'm not a big guide guy but i'll do the uh uh you know that that book that big giant collector's book the hardcover so. looks good collector's edition i don't i usually get them and leave them wrapped they look nice on my bookshelf so um just for that, you know, just uh the collector of things that don't that doesn't cost me twelve hundred dollars. You know it's <laughs> you know what's funny about those guides is uh when I was at the manager at GameStop a long time ago, mm -hmm. uh we used to get free prima guides and free um I forgot the other company. Oh my god. Anyway, we got free ones and we were able to get two a month and they sent it to us for free. So uh, by the time I left GameStop, I had like a whole bookcase full of Prima guides, uh, but I burned them all. So what? <laughs> I could. I could. I had some rare ones too, and uh, I did. I destroyed all of them because you know when we moved and stuff like that, it was just like ugh, it was a headache. So I didn't feel like taking them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of stuff. See, anybody knows Jeremy. Jeremy, it's a ton of shit. So, 
<laughs> well, I don't actually. I actually have a lot of stuff in storage. I don't have stuff at the house, but storage is where it's at. Are you getting the commission uh, too, or no? For uh, Cyberpunk, the, the what? Everything? Are you getting the statue and everything? The uh, like no, two- no, I'm not a big statue. Uh, maybe, maybe, but I don't really have any statues here. I wasn't mm-hmm. a big fan of the statue for the Cyberpunk Collector's Edition. Yeah, I, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, I mean, not my favorite out there, but I, I don't. I kind of like the the set as a whole with the statue. But I just me, I'm thinking in like the grand scheme of things. But uh, what do you guys think about the date, though? It comes out. Uh, the console comes out June. Yeah, in June. So it's three months before like the actual release of the game. I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Uh, well, because the game got delayed. We'll say it came out in April, right? Right. So I think that's mm-hmm. what's going on. So now does it still come with a download card for the game? I believe so. I, I didn't see one. Yeah, I didn't see one, but I think I, I saw the artboard on the on the actual console uh the box art itself, but yeah, I think it's just uh, like the gears one comes with a code. Mm. Probably either preloaded or whatever. Mm-hmm. The gears one came with them all. Yeah, but it only came with a code, so they can just give you well, a yeah. code, and it's just going to be as a because I'm sure by June you'll be able to pre-order it. So this was supposed to be their their 2019, you know. They're, I guess they were going to have the two custom consoles. Originally, Cyberpunk was what? What was it originally slated for? It was April? It was April? Yeah, it was like, like this week? past week. Yeah, yeah, a couple days yeah. ago, actually. Yeah, but wasn't it even slated for 2019? Yeah, it was supposed to be at the end of 2019, then it got bumped up to April, and then it got further bumped up to uh, oh, yeah. September. Uh, yeah. September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you had these all mass produced and ready to go, and then they're just saying, hey, we got to get rid of these. <laughs> They'll just sit there in a the warehouse somewhere, probably. I'm not sure that they made a ton of them, though. I think mm-hmm. that they made probably a nice amount, but nothing too crazy, and you know, in a way, that's good because that makes it more limited. Yeah, they actually they actually made too many of the Minecraft, the limited edition Minecraft uh, Xbox S systems, which you can still get your hands on, by the way. They're nice that system. Yeah, yeah, those actually look pretty sharp, uh, considering. Yeah. But uh, it looks like the the custom controller it originally leaked on uh, Amazon Canada, and it seems to be sold separately too. Would any of you guys just pick up the controller, or do you just want the entire console bundle itself? Yeah, I think I'm going to pick up uh, an extra controller along with the system. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, now, when, I'm now you collecting it? Like, I'm going to get the controller too, but I'm going to open it. Like a lot of these controls that I get that are custom, I won't open it. Um, yeah, I won't open the system, but I'll open. Well, obviously, I'll open the extra controller, which is part of the reason why I want it. I still have my day one Xbox One controller still wrapped in its little foam wrapping. Never even unwrapped it. It's still there. Why well, you took it out of the box? It's worth less now. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now, Shock, do you want another uh, controller? I mean, I know you got your Elite 2 there, but uh, you want another one? <laughs> yeah, I'll probably grab that one um, just because I haven't used, like, the Kate one since it kind of goes with the console. Um, but I'd probably grab this one because this one also has, like, rubber on the back and then also, like, the grips on the triggers, like the Kate controller. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll probably snag this one. 
Yeah, that's right. A lot of people forget, you know, all the uh, update, all the controllers are all kind of, they all seem to be updated with the grips and whatnot. So that, you know, they do have some added value there as well. Um, anybody else have anything to add to this or can we move along? Move along, Cheerio. Move along and Cheerio. You heard it, uh, everybody in the chat. And speaking of the chat, guys, if you like what we're talking about, definitely, uh, you know, give a thumbing. And thank you to everyone that's uh, listening to us live. Superstonic uh, Station, Starbuck United, thank you for tweeting this out. Crazy Greek Dude, thanks. Uh, Plop, Rico Dennis. Uh, hey, NLG's here. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Rich, Idle Sloth, lots of good people. Uh, Jay the Graphic God is here. Mr. Kima, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, okay, guys, we're going to move on to the next topic, and let's see here. And it seems like, you know, we're going to hear more about the Xbox Series X relatively soon. And our buddy on the panel here, Tim, was dropping some hints earlier this week, uh, some really juicy hints regarding an event in May, possibly something in June, and, you know, maybe even announcing the often rumored Lockhart console. Now, Tim, I obviously don't want to steal your words on this. Maybe you can elaborate more on what you've been hearing behind the scenes. Well, I, you know, I think I was basically was the first to talk about it. I think that a lot of people have heard the same thing. Originally, the Xbox for COVID was planning to do a show in April. And they were going to reveal the Lockhart. It was going to be a hardware reveal. And they were going to do a couple of things. And they were going to have like a big E3, obviously. They're going to fan fest. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Uh, the, the, the COVID hits, the, that, that changes a lot of plans. Now, um, the reason why I think that I got the articles written about mine was because what happened was there was a, a Reddit post, and I think anyone in the chat probably knows there was a post that was actually in my DMs from somebody of no, just put it that way. Somebody that raised my eyebrows. Oh, it was a 4chan leak. I'm sorry. And usually with 4chan, I just disregard it. But this particular 4chan leak lined up with everything that I've heard pretty much not with everything with the master chief stuff. I didn't really hear any of that stuff. Um, he had a bunch of stuff in there, but he did have the may, uh, reveal. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and then after that, the, the E3. So that's basically what I, I basically quoted that, that 4chan leak. And I said, this matching up with what I've, what I've heard. And then I elaborate, elaborated on another tweet um, with somebody saying that probably going to get a, a show in, in May, first week of May. It's looking, um, you know, it's going to be uh, most likely Lockhart and uh, there's going to be some other stuff. I think there's going to be a game that's shown. And then after that, they're going to have their full blowout uh, E3, which is going to either be in June. Now I'm here in this July. But obviously, the, you know, the plans are they were they were changing from originally from what they were. So basically, I just had, was the first guy to really kind of grab that 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 four chan, give it a little bit of validity, and then after that, like many people came to me um, in DMs and they're like, "Yeah, that's what I heard too." And then after that, articles were written, and then. 
you know, Jez said, you know, even he's heard it. And, you know, Clobrol, uh said the same thing. And, you know, a lot of people who are, you know, in the know, Shinobi actually had, uh, you know, had, had said a couple of things regarding to the stuff. But basically, that's how my name got involved. Uh, I think it was kind of like information that a lot of people knew about. It's just the timing of it. And that 4chan post just kind of like was weird because it was kind of like lined up with everything. Now, that post was taken down and I don't know, but whoever wrote that post, I do think was privy to some information. And like I said, it lined up to stuff that I have heard behind the scenes. Um, you know, I think now, like now everyone's pretty much concluded that this is going to happen. Um, so I do think we're going to have a show in May. It's going to be uh, a most likely Lockhart reveal. Uh, I think what I'm hearing is, is that we might see a game um, and that's going to be showcased. So it's not going to be like a, a whole total hardware reveal with no game. And then uh, they're going to just blow it out and do the whole thing in July or whatever with the, the E3 that they originally had planned and they had made it now a digital show. The only thing that, that, that I, I haven't heard was that I think they're playing cat and mouse with with Sony with the pricing. Uh oh, we lost them. So um I think oh, it's I think that? it's I think it's fun. He just dropped, but I think it's funny how they refer to to Tim as the known Xbox leaker. Tim, we're, Tim, we're just talking about how they refer to you as the known Xbox leaker. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. I, I was pretty. I was busting up over that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny, but you know, I mean, uh, obviously, I think we're all we all uh, the Xbox community is so even everyone in here. Um, we, we have a lot of contacts because let's be honest, we, we're, we're like a big community, even with Xbox people. It's crazy. Uh, the one thing about the Xbox community is, is there's not that all these people talk, but the, everyone's in the know. And, and I think that that's the special thing about the community is, is that, mm, that there, are think, lot of, there are a lot of people that know things. And I, I think a lot of people talk. <laughs> to well, be I don't know, but the bottom line is, is there's a lot of people that are friends with each other, and and that's because of things like FanFest and all the things over the years. Um, now, I'm not yeah. going to say my information was given to me like that. I just, the, the my information, that's what I'm saying, that's why I think it's funny, and I think everyone listening to this kind of would agree, was kind of like almost common knowledge, or it was like kind of kind of known. Or it could have been a nice, educated guess. It's just that I think my name got attached to it because it was the first to go up about it. And, and like I said, it, it highlighted that 4chan leak and gave it a little bit of credibility. Um, but like I said, what I was saying is that the, it should be May, should be Lockhart, should be a game. And then they're going to supposedly, uh, the original plan for E3 was they were going to go crazy. Balls to the wall games. And they were gonna end this, you know, this 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 theme that they don't have games and big games. Uh, I think they're gonna have some big stuff, and uh, I do think that they're gonna span it now. And uh, the only thing that's gonna be a cat and mouse thing is the price. I think that Sony is in this position where uh, I do believe if Xbox went high on price, 
that would make Sony kind of match it. I think if 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 you look at the Bloomberg report, and I think we might talk about that later, but uh, you know uh, the pricing is 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 a big deal, and I think that Microsoft not necessarily wants to go first with that. You know, so. part of me thinks Tim that that Bloomberg report was purposely leaked just to get a, a reaction out of Microsoft. <laughs> but I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, that, that's a late, well, we'll talk about that later because mm. it's one of, the, one of the things. But uh, overall, uh, the bottom line is, is just hold tight. We should have some information. And what I'm hoping for is we get the uh, the big game reveal, um, which I've heard really good things about that I think everyone wants. Uh, I think Fable is going to be announced uh, shortly. Now you're saying you know, the grain reveal is going to be in May, or uh, it's probably going to be some type of event, a digital type of thing where they just, mm-hmm. you know, they either have a, you know, they have somebody talking about it, um, and they're going to go over. They're going to basically uh, show Lockhart. They're going to say, "Here you go, we have another system," because now we're getting pretty late. Um, if they have a Lockhart, they're going to have to show it. And uh, I heard that that this is this that's going to be the place. The original plan was April, and that got uh, nixed because of COVID. And this is the alternative. So there'll be two events, one smaller than the other. Obviously, the E3 is going to be the direct that they originally planned, but this this other event is going to be um, basically they're going to talk about Lockhart. They're going to you know get to do their pitch. And I think you're going to also see a game or something uh, shown on it. Now, so, now, Tim, wouldn't it be cool if they did the event in May uh, for Lockhart and then, you know, towards the end of the event, uh, you know, they show you a quick preview of things to come in in June, um, you know, for the right, Series X. Yeah, I think that's possible. That, that makes sense. Yeah, or whenever but, they had it, I, I think that, like I said, originally it was June, but I think that they might be looking to um, kind of push, yeah, extend it out a little bit more. There's no reason to, you know, a lot of this information um, they have, they were gonna, it was gonna be done with, I guess, in June of the original plan. Now they have this whole thing. This whole thing changed everything and. And like you said, that I can totally see them doing that. And I think that that makes sense. Show Lockhart, show a game, talk about the system functionality, talk about yeah. you know, what you want to you know, ride home about, and then you do a preview for E3 or whatever, the Xbox Digital, whatever they want to call it right now, and they give a date for that. That, that I think that would make a lot of fans happy. So well, they, they showed the, the X already, right? I think they should maybe focus on, for me, the Lockhart. Um, because exactly if, you the the X, if you show the X Series X, that's going to just kind of maybe eclipse everything they were well, trying, no. whatever message they're trying to show with uh, the the S, right? I mean, right. the S is going to be the focal point of, of mm-hmm. that, I believe, the event. I think so, the highlight would be with all this translates to when I mean, you show the games and you show how they perform and how they look. That just speaks for everything. I think that's going to automatically speak for the S. It's going to automatically speak for the X. And then, yeah, you know, they just need to get games out there because Sony's yeah, able to yeah. just say, "Hey, well, we're gonna have everybody just assumes God of War two, Horizon Zero Dawn two. Yeah. So they're already like, even though I haven't announced games, they already have a 
everybody's saying, oh, well, all these sequels will come, so we already know what's coming. So they need to yeah. kind of get out there and not announce another console, yeah. but at least it comes with games first, then you can mention Lockhart in June or July. Now, if they announce Fable oh and it God. shows well... And they they have to. Perf- they should announce Perfect Dark. Oh man! As well, and then they mm. show the new Forza, uh, with the new, um, you know, the overhauled engine or whatever they're doing supposedly with that. Uh, and then they have Hellblade Two, um, and then there's supposedly another Obsidian sci-fi RPG that's supposedly a big project. Uh, you know. The old yeah. adage of Xbox not having big games and oh my god, stuff. damn this virus! <laughs> we should be there. In yeah, June, I it really sucks, bro. Because oh. we will probably be there, or or maybe you know four of the six people here would be there, and and everyone, and, and eventually, uh, you know, because every time we go there, we make more and more contacts. You know, more and more people. The show is growing. You know, next year is another year. Now we don't even know if we're gonna have a show next year. So. Yeah, yeah, you have you'll have a show next year. I really I hope, hope so. so. I hope so, yeah, Jeremy. I think so. I think I, so. Like yeah. I said, I'm losing my mind now. I don't. Next year, if we're still doing this shit, I'd be fucking. Uh, I'd be <laughs> so damn depressing. Head. I mean, it's really even pulling me out of gaming. Gaming takes me out of this realm of just nonsense with everyday life. But this is something different, man. You go to the grocery store now. You go in, there's so like one way aisles for grocery shopping. You know, if you, if and God, there's nothing there. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. like a freaking there's a macaroni and cheese, yeah. like an off brand. And you're like, oh my God. You can't even go in as a whole entire family. Now it's just like one person goes in, we wait for the other person to come out, spray them down, decontaminate, and then just like, yeah. It's, crazy. you know, um, I have, and not to, you know, throw it on you guys, but I have the benefit of living in a very, very small community. And smaller communities come together as opposed to some of these bigger cities, you know, where it's hard to get stuff, people are fighting over stuff. You know, like every day at work, you know, there's people, someone in the community buys us pizza, so they'll bring in a bunch of pizza. And they'll just they'll give it to us, or they'll give us gift certificates to uh, to this coffee place that we you know that we can go to. Then we'll get you know people are doing stuff around the community, which you know it's hard as if you live in a big city, it's hard to get some of those things and to experience some of those things because it's just so pure chaos. You know, people are just you know not to throw it on you guys. But. Sounds so perfect. It's like Walnut Grove. What was that? Little House on the Prairie? Well, no. Maybe we should move to where Jeremy <laughs> is. Where Jeremy lives. That's it, Jeremy's the only happy one. He's like, yeah, just going out. Yeah, just you know. no, horseback, I, no, right? The, the, the reason why I bring that up is because you know, I I lived in a big city before and I know how, uh, how it can get, you know, and it's just... yeah. It's just, I think it's just interesting. But so, um, do you guys have to follow the guidelines? Because I know, like you said, that you're in a real small community. Or uh, like- yeah, I mean, yeah, the places are closed down, and and but we can go. Like I can go hiking, and I can go out, and I can go fishing, and I can go shooting. Like I, you know, it's just I don't. I'm not as 
stuck in prison in my house like you guys are. I have different things. I, I would do. give anything to go back to where we were last year. Well, you know, back in June, sitting in your front lawn, just oh the family, the neighbors, throwing back a couple, smoking some great cigars, just like yeah. Uh, that memory is now more priceless than ever. You know, along with a bunch yeah. of things we, we did. We took a lot for granted, I think. I think yes, we did. Yeah. You know? Um. But getting back to uh, the Lockhart, you know, I was the first one to say that uh, Lockhart wasn't happening, you know, and I, I, th I thought about it last week. I'm like, well, maybe it is happening. I think these are the reasons why. And, you know, Tim's seen the design of the new uh, – the Tim, I think your mic's going crazy. So, anyway, um, I've seen the design of the Series S – and it's going to be a white console, you know, hypothetically. I don't, nobody's seen it, what it looks like yet, but I'm assuming those are the things. And that's part of the reason why they're coming out with a new system. They can't release a Xbox Series X and not be in the same family as, you know, the Xbox, uh, Xbox X and Xbox S if they do it like that. So I think, yeah, now I think it is coming. Um, you know, this I'm jumping, I'm jumping ship now. No, <laughs> no, well, I, I, it's interesting that you say the white console. Where did you hear that? Uh, because that, it just that it also makes, it makes sense. Up to what I've heard. Yeah, it just makes it makes sense because why would they release another black console and have two black? Right. It just doesn't make sense if you look at the Xbox, uh, the Xbox X, it's black. Uh, right. The Series S, I mean, I'm sorry, the S is white. So it just makes sense to have the same family. The, yeah, the, discontinuing the the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S. So right. they'll just be having, you'll be only, in, in the marketplace, it'll be only the Series X, X, or if uh, they might keep the digital console to be able to real cheap. You know, real cheap alternative. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be too mm -hmm. bad. Now, Tim, I have to ask: Have you heard anything uh, regarding like some of the smaller studios, such as like anything about Compulsion or Double Fine? Anything what they're doing? I heard Compulsion supposedly working on a horror game, but that's nothing. I wouldn't write home about that. That was, you know, mm -hmm. you hear a lot of things. The way I the way I usually uh, you know really feel strongly about a rumor or something that's going around is when you when you have like three different sources like if you have one source and it comes out you know it's it's very uh, you really can't ride with it but um, uh, I did I, I have heard that. Um, what I've heard is Xbox is really happy with the work that Playground's doing. They're really impressed, and um, you know the bigger studios are really, uh, you know, panning out. Whereas the smaller studios, I haven't heard much. Um, but uh, I, I'm interested in Compulsion if they could actually do a horror type game. Um, yeah, I think I think they could. The other thing I heard was, and this this is pretty concrete. Is that in exile is definitely gearing up for a bigger uh, type game that they've the biggest game that they've ever created. Um, 
uh, not not the stuff that they're doing now. Um, they're going to try to, you know, they're, they're going to be AAA or AAA, you know, scale. So that's one good thing. So that would give them playground, uh, initiative, in exile, obsidian, all doing triple A's, coalition three four three. Um, other than that, haven't heard anything other than the small. Although I'm in, out of all the smaller studios, I'm intrigued the most by uh, Compulsion because they've been really quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and and they've hired some pretty good people. So. Um, they've hired some pretty uh, nice talent, but they're the smallest by far. You know, Tim, when all is said and done, I think they need to re- they need to talk about these games. They need to give uh, uh, you know fans something to look forward to in terms of uh, just games coming out. Because you you and I both know that if Sony just even announces God of War two, if they even announce. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 and Xbox doesn't have any of those titles, those big titles. We're going to get killed again. So, well, I, I, I mean, agree. Infinite, though. I mean, that's the I big agree. thing. I think that's yeah, everything. It's, it's, it's bigger than everything that you just said. So, yeah, I just... So I agree. No. I agree. But no, I think because Jeremy's going is he is he's correct in the fact that the games like God of War 2 is going to really um, get people going. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is going to get people really going. Sony, without yeah. a doubt, has, I would say, the edge if you compare the studios. Um, that's why I think it was so critical for Xbox to nail the you know, the hardware. Because if they didn't have that, uh, yeah. they'd be in a lot of trouble. But that's not going... But- well, that goes without saying that doesn't mean Xbox games can't be great. But I do uh, want to I do want to answer Megatron's uh you know, well, I want to answer him. So y- you look at you look at developers like the Coalition and what they've done to the Gears of War series and knowing that it's not the same series it once was. It did, doesn't have the same pedigree of game of games and content and characters as it wants to, and the same goes for three, three, four, three. Uh, you can say that they both, the, the coalition and, and three, four, three, have done a disservice to both franchises. Although, if you play the first Gears of War multiplayer, it had bugs all day long, and they never got fixed until like months and yeah. months and months later. People complained they didn't yeah. do shit. So. I don't know. I give them a little bit of a pass, and they have a lot more content, and they don't charge you for map packs and split up yeah. the player base. And I'm telling you right now, Megatron, mm-hmm. the new Halo that's coming out, this is going to be a make or break for 343. If they do not deliver on Halo Infinite, they're going to get killed. And Xbox, it's, you'll, you'll see the Series X go out and get off to a very slow start. What do you start. think it is? It's, it's not the multiplayer, because I think the multiplayer is No, it is the, the multiplayer. Out. It is no, the it's multiplayer. Not. This is one of the best multiplayers they've ever made that any yeah, Halo's no, no, ever had. Play, Halo 5? No, and Halo <laughs> 5, yeah, it has a learning curve, because people just aren't very good. But well, you're talk- it's, you're- it's one of the best arena shooters there is. Well, you're talking about just the gameplay, okay? But I'm talking about... Well, I'm saying the it- multiplayer is what I'm the saying. The multiplayer. So, you know, I think the 
person they haven't from, put it all in one package that was their only problem right so the design the person that creates the level design for the old halo games i think now works for undead labs if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. uh he's gone he he used to create those iconic multiplayer maps mm -hmm. that you used to see in these halo games you know like uh what were some of the maps i can't even think of the freak oh my god going going uh anyway um but that's what's missing from these multiplayer maps. Nobody mm -hmm. cares about multi the Halo multiplayer anymore. Nobody. Yeah. Would you say the same? I would just because of the fact that usually when you think back to like a Halo game, you can think yep. back Halo 2, Halo 3. Oh, you know, I like the pit. I like midship and so on, Valhalla. But mm -hmm. then when you start thinking of the 343 halo created maps and in halo 4 okay there might be one or two i could think of haven maybe exile but then when you go to halo 5 there i mean in my opinion I, and i get the feeling that a lot of the community feels the same way about this the halo 5 maps i'm not necessarily talking about the the actual action going on in the multiplayer like the movement system and whatnot yeah. but the maps themselves just I don't know. They're not as iconic as what. Uh, they're not as intricate as mm -hmm. they they are. You know, back back in the day, everything was placed so well that even though Halo in general was a s slow multiplayer game, it felt fast because of the level design and the and you know the weapon placement and everything. You know, the geometry of the maps that uh, you can you know some of the things that you can fight on create a unique experience. Now they made the game faster with more tricks and gameplay elements to it. And the, and the multiplayer aspect has gotten worse. Why? Because, uh, you know, you don't have that same iconic level design and the game is not as popular anymore because of that. It's suffering because of that. Well, so yeah, not, I, thought I, thought I heard I mean, more complaints about the campaign Bungie I think people, I mean, I heard more complaints about the campaign. Reach. Like, people say they love yeah. Reach. Yeah. Never. People I, hated the multi. People, so many people got so pissed off with Reach's multiplayer. That was true. under Bungie. Yes. Because they didn't like all those little like abilities. They hate a lot of the core fan base hated it. Yeah, but that's one game. I mean, you could yeah. say the other three games were just, uh, you know, just spot on with the multiplayer, especially. Especially but not I mean, with the story, one, two, and three. Like Halo Two story, the way it just ends, and it's just that's that was that was your secret. That, that <laughs> was yeah. That was uh yeah. That I was yeah. pissed about that. However, everything leading up to that point was great, except when you play with the Arbiter. I, I didn't really care playing with the Arbiter, but mm -hmm. um, they need to I tighten like up. That. Just you'd like that, and like I didn't care yeah, for yeah, it. Halo 4 had a great campaign. Probably one the first Halo finally actually focused on you know like storytelling. Let me so let me tell you about Halo 4. It did have a great campaign. However, later on in the game, it fell off. You know, you could tell by the later levels is just it was almost mm -hmm. like they ran out of um, ideas, so to say, with the later levels. It was really uh, repetitive, and it just felt. I, I don't know. That was just my opinion, but. But well, well, I think Halo Four was good, but I think Halo Five, that campaign, really was a step down from the yeah. series. That's why I you don't hand Halo to a brand new realize, studio. I mean, three four three is this studio is huge now, mm -hmm. and they are using a lot of they're using a lot of contract work also as well in addition to mm -hmm. to you know their own you know things. So 
Uh, Jeremy's correct. It, it is a make or break. And I don't know if if this game's bad, what you do with 3 4 3 because. No. You, okay. I don't you think it really has a chance of being bad. Even Halo 5 yeah. it wasn't like a bad game. It right. reviewed way better than right. a lot of Sony exclusives like Second Son, Infamous, and Killzone. Sure. Both of them, but, both all of the Halos and okay. uh, Gears under these new studios did better than Sony's right. amazing studios. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's not gonna like Gears of War four and five aren't bad games, you know. They just don't live up to the first three. I'm sorry. Same thing for Halo four and Halo five. They're not bad games. In fact, they're probably better than the majority of the games out, you know, on any on any system on any console. However, you know, if you take a look at the previous efforts, that's where it kind of this falls off. You know, you're we're, we're talking about some of the greatest games ever made. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, never. You're right. I mean, the first Halo had a 97 Metacritic. Halo, you know, Halo Three had a a 95, I believe, Metacritic or a very high Metacritic. Uh, so yeah, you're right. They don't. They they they've kind of went on a downward trend, and a lot of times when you get up to these high sequel numbers. With anything, even like Call of Duty or Battlefield, that tend to happen. Um, but uh, I, I guess it's I guess it's a wait and see. This is going to be a huge, huge moment for three four three. Yeah, and, I agree. Um, I'm hearing good things though on, on on the other thing I've heard that um, there's some good things that that might be going on with that. So mm-hmm. well, I like the hits the hits where we wanted to. I liked Alana Pierce's comments uh, on RDX the other night with uh, because she was responding to uh, I guess there were some comments about how things were you know were going and she'd heard some some things about uh, you know how they really wanted to supposedly do good with the fans this time and uh, sure. you know yeah so no I like I I feel more confident after hearing those comments from Alana so that was really cool but uh guys I think we're going to move on uh do you guys have anything else to add to this Yeah, yeah I've, never I was... a, I've never played a bad Halo game I'll just straight up and say that um there was some mis- mixed messaging with Halo 5 of course but I still like the uh campaign none- nonetheless and mm-hmm. the multiplayer to me is fun as hell and uh I would love to play with you guys you know tonight even but I think uh I don't know. I'm confused about this whole thing. I think there's a lot to look forward to um, with uh, Halo Infinite and what Microsoft is doing and growing their studios to focus. And same thing with Fable. So, yeah. and, uh, can I yeah, just? I've been sitting here quiet, listening, just kind of taking it all in. And the only mm-hmm. thing I want out of this whole situation right now is I don't want Microsoft being graded on a curve. All because PlayStation has given some pretty solid first player experiences um, on mm. their console that are exclusive. Um, and all of a sudden, because of that, you know, sometimes uh, the other guy is given a pass where Microsoft is kind of graded a little bit more uh, stringently, harshly. You know, everybody. Uh, you all know, the goddamn time, like you know, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying about it. But no, all the goddamn. Well, I'm just saying, like looking at looking it up, like showing it up at a racetrack. You know, it, it's all right for the other guy to kind of show up and sometimes bring the A game, but Microsoft always has to be on A game mode. Like the, there mm-hmm. is no, there is no slack for Microsoft. 
Yeah, sorry, Centurion, but you know, when you create one of the greatest systems ever made with the Xbox 360 and have tons, and we're talking dozens and dozens of some of the best games ever made on that particular platform, and they played better, and they had the content, and you had the indie game, and it was just the complete package, and then all of a sudden you create the Xbox uh, X, and I'm sorry, the Xbox One, and you become irrelevant. And you become third place. It's not good enough. See that, I and then thir- and then we're all throwing third place. I'm gonna tell you right now, the Nintendo the Nintendo Switch is a phenomenon, but at the same time, it is a hybrid console, and it is what it is. It, it's its own thing. It's like PC. It's the sovereign island of Nintendo Switch, and then you have PC. Um, and then there's the two console guys. Like really, the main back and forth that I see is on like Sony versus Microsoft. But the only thing I understand that the Xbox One was a failed launch. Um, come on, there's a reason why we call it the the VCR. It was it was an entertainment device. It was supposed to be something completely not gaming. Um, it, it even came out of Phil Spencer's mouth that the people that were around under Don Matrix were not happy with the direction that he was taking things. But they're not in charge. It's kind of like how it works in real life for everybody. The boss makes decisions and you just got to go along with them, whether you agree with them or not. And we all see the after effects of that because he's not around anymore. And the people that didn't agree with them are all trying to do what they can to kind of bring this this brand back together. And I feel like Phil Spencer has actually done a really good job with the situation that was pretty much just thrown in his lap. Yeah, I mean, there's some truth to that, but at the same time, um, man, I mean, what happened to some of these relationships? You know, they used to have a strong relationship with some of these Japanese companies that used to make just tremendous games on the Xbox in the Xbox platform. Don Matrix, and it's uh, yeah, that as a like we all <laughs> yeah. know, like, saw all Japanese stopped when he came of, in. You didn't he have any other Japanese exclusives because he well, was trying to get the he was he, trying to make the kinetic work again. I mean, the connect work again. I do that every yeah. damn time. <laughs> the kinetic, mm-hmm. I uh, dude, that, he was really pushing for that thing because wasn't like the connect like a brainchild of his. Like that was his one success in Microsoft was the Connect. I yeah, don't that was know. his baby. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna be upfront. So that was basically how we feel about Phil Spencer with Crackdown Three. That was Don Matrix in the Connect. Why isn't Destiny an exclusive? Don Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I- I've never heard the story about that Destiny uh, not being exclusive. Well, well I mean, they let Bungie they go. They owned make... Bungie. They controlled Bungie. There's nothing they can that leave. The whole... They owned them. Right. <laughs> That, that was the whole no. crux of the situation, and that was the story where Bomb. Everybody's like, "Well, they didn't want to keep making Halo." Well, I'm like, "Well, they didn't. They that, obviously that wasn't the problem because they let him go, so they didn't care if they made Halo or not. And they, they still needed a different a, version of Halo. Yeah, and they still needed a sugar daddy. They went and took Activision, and Activision controlled how their content was delivered. So it's the same same shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Activision uh, really held them uh, for ransom there for a little while. But uh, you know what, guys? We're going to move on. We're going to segue in. We were talking about uh, Japanese games at the end there. Yeah, that, and, was actually a good, that was actually a good segment. Very good, actually. Yes, that's correct. And interesting, speaking of the Japanese games, there's been a rumor that was circulating a few, ga- a few days ago that Microsoft and Sega are planning to announce some kind of a well, a partnership in maybe a couple of months. And 
Now, this comes from Sega news site, Sega Bits. Uh, they broke the rumor, but they've kind of, I don't want to say backtrack, but they've kind of uh, uh, quieted down on it a bit. Now, what do you guys think about this rumor with uh, Microsoft and Sega? Do you think that it could be them possibly buying Sega or maybe just funding a whole bunch of IPs. Uh, Megatron, I'm going to go to you about this because hey, I know you like to dabble with, uh, you know, some of the Japanese type games sometimes. Uh, how do you feel about this rumor? I just, I just simply think, um, I don't think they're going to be buying Sega. I just think more so they'll be maybe looking more into their IPs and maybe trying to bring them back. Um, which one? I don't know. Sonic. Yeah. It's not on my radar, but I mean, it wouldn't appeal to me too much. Uh, um, but I can't really think of anything that would kind of get me excited as far as uh, a Sega game. Um, really, I know there's, I know there's some really? out there. I mean, Ultra Beast, I mean, we have Golden Axe. I just, not, uh, it just, it's just not on my uh, radar for right now. It's just not Bayonetta. So, so Sega, who makes but the Sega the greatest? Does Sega make Bayonetta? They didn't make yeah, it, but they, they published, published it. Do they, they own the IP? It. Okay, so all right, all right. I don't know. Bayonetta. I never really liked it that. I mean, I have it, but it was never really a game that I care for too much. So, wow. Sorry. Unbelievable. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm they... kind of right there with Megatron. I'm not trying to interrupt. I like Sega. I love Sega, but it's just, I'm. Just, it's just not. At my top of my list right now, it's just so other so many other things that I really kind of want to see I, come out. I'm just saying, like for me, it's the main question of what IP does Sega have in its war cabinet, war chest, whatever you want to call it, right now that Microsoft could use and implement to get eyes on the the ecosystem. You you guys are insane. Either that, or you just young gamers. And not retro gamers, and you know nothing about history because See, now, now Sega are you has... trying to say nostalgia sells. I mean, I still got my Sega CD and Sylphie still sitting there, guys. Because it guys <laughs> Sega sits on a gold mine that is not even touched or utilized, it hasn't been utilized since the Dreamcast era. We're talking about the Sonic series, we're talking about Fantasy Star, we're talking about the Shining series, we're talking about. Uh, the Yakuza series, Persona. Um, oh my god, the Golden so Axe series, Yakuza, we got, Beast, we, we Streets got of Rage. Uh, I, I'm at Secure Wars, Sonic. Uh, I could just go on for so, like hours. Okay, so Daytona. real quick, Jeremy, you're looking for that to be exclusive to Microsoft because if we already got that, then why guys, they, they the have money? the studios. Why would they spend the money though? Why they, they have the studios. We, we got a piece of rage coming games. now. Dude, if they've got the studios, everybody's harping on Battletoads. If they started bringing some of this other <laughs> stuff out, it would just fall into the same yeah, category. That's because Rare is making it, but that's because well, Rare is making it. They're I'm not putting sorry. any money it, into it. It would be it, one of those. Rare is not making it. I'm just saying, like this some indie small studio that came and asked them if the hey, can we make it? Oh wow. I'm sure there's some great titles in there. There's great gaming history. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fanfare. Does it deserve to be idolized? Yes. Does there deserve to be new games? Yes. But right now with like I was talking about grading on a curve, everybody right now is basically if they were to buy Sega and say we're going to you know, we're going to bring this game, that game and this other game, it's just going to be Game Pass filler. Well, the biggest okay. piece would be Atlas because Sega owns Atlas. 
So that means all the Persona games, at least they're if whether or not they're exclusive or not, they're not exclusive to Sony anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, those are huge right now. So if it is just filler, I'm going to be pissed and disappointed. However, if it's if it's news that either they bought Sega or they're purchasing their IPs, you know that's that's big news to me because they're going after Sega because because of these titles because of these IPs. That's the reason for these I, partnerships. I I know there's great history in Sega, but we're talking there's multi billion dollar companies now that are being built on Battle Royale. Oh God. What's the word we got it. That's the only thing. Like the, uh, I'm, I'm 34. I know you're older than me. The old, like the older gaming generation is really like no offense out there, but the older gaming generation is really the heart of gaming because they've been able to see gaming evolve, change, and just expand as it's come out. And the younger generation doesn't have all that history in the back of their head. They just see skins and season passes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, they used to make great games. You remember mm. Shock? Yeah, Shock that Genesis is my uh, it's like my cry. first system I own. I just cry every time I think about it. Part of me dies. <laughs> now, <Yeah>. now <laughs> Xbox has a deals with some studios with uh, Sega. They have uh, Age of Empires Four still in the works. They had they even a uh, Creative Assembly did. Halo Wars 2. So they do have kind of a, a connection there, even going back years ago as well. But there is a current history there. I mean, uh, you could say that maybe they... Uh, do I think that they're going to buy all of Sega? Uh, it's a lot. I mean, Sega is still a, a huge company. It's huge. It's a huge publisher, let, let alone. It's not just one studio. It's a, it's a collection of several studios, but Sega would definitely be a nice piece, um, in my opinion, of course. And we have, it's not like we haven't seen Phil, for example, talk about being in- interested in getting Japanese content or having a Japanese studio. I mean, this would be a large collection of studios, no doubt, but it would make sense for them to go out and be aggressive over there anyways. So I think they mostly treat it like uh, how they did Minecraft. So a lot of it would just still continue to be multi-platform. Now, I also want to say with Xbox having Game Pass, maybe Sega would be a good uh, start to, like you were saying, there's great gaming history. Game Pass would be a great way to deliver some of that history to Mm -hmm. people that have never experienced it. Yep. That's one of the key values of buying Sega. It could be something where they just add another prescription service. You well, think what, what well, would happen? What so would happen? let me tell you. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a lot less than you guys are. Yeah. These are dreams, Tim. These are dreams. I know. I know. Listen. I remember you telling me two years ago because there was a rumor about Sony and uh, getting a, a deal with. Um, and I flipped out. Right. You flipped out. Yeah. So I know that this is something that you really wanted. But for me, I just think if it, if it is anything, if, if it is anything at all, it could just be some type of collaboration where they like maybe have arcade hits or some type of thing where they, um, you know, like a, like a little bit of a collaboration. Like you can play their older games. It's going to be something that we all like, oh, that's not what we want. You know, but, you know, if they did buy them. That'd be a big, big get. How many developers do they have? That type of thing. 
I think they just be. I think Phil would just be simply, and the Xbox would just be simply happy of just having these games come in day and date. Which I can't. I can't. I hate that phrase, but it's the same as they do the same release time they release PlayStation. I think that would that well, in itself Persona's would be a victory. Persona is a big game that's on on the on the. I think just even getting Persona on mm-hmm. the uh, console is a big deal. But I don't know how that is. I don't know if Sony's publishing Persona Five. Um, or well, Sega owns the IP, so. Or Atlas does. I'm still I'm still looking at that three dollar price tag of Sega Bandai Tim, where it's very cheap to buy, (laughs) you know. But just I don't know. No, I know for the longest time you've you've said that Microsoft should make a play for Sega, and listen, it would probably be a smart idea. I know that they were looking to do something with a Japanese studio to round out the. Uh, you know, XGS, uh, the, you know, the game studios. Um, so I guess, I guess we'll see. But uh, my take is, is that it's something very minimal, if anything. Well, let's say the, you know, some of these games go to Game Pass, and we're talking about maybe they do like the history of Sega, and they bring, uh, you know, some of these older titles, many of the older titles, to Game Pass. And I'm not talking about the 16 area, but I'm also talking about the 32-bit area, the 32-bit era, and also the 128-bit era. Right, Fantasy um, Star, or Fantasy Zone. Remember that? Right. Well, Fantasy they Star. A, they, yeah, they have Fantasy Star, but they also have Fantasy Zone. They have. If you look at their games, they've had a lot of games. So if you could bring that to games, Game Pass, I mean, geez, we're talking about huge impact. And some waves that we'll be making in, in uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want it to be really aggressive, look at, uh, you know, xCloud. Project xCloud just released in Japan, what, a week ago? Something like that. And just imagine if you had, I mean, they probably have, I haven't seen the list uh, recently, but imagine having, like, a whole bunch of Sega's games on xCloud. That would be something that would really push it in Japan. Yeah. And you could push uh, games like Space Channel 5 on Game Pass. You can push games like Samba de Amigo. No. <laughs> <laughs> you want Sorry, it. You want it. They had a lot of good games. I mean, yeah. But then again, who's making the games? Are you just doing emulation? or? Yeah, you could do emulation. What was that fishing game? That weird-ass fish that had... Sega like, Bass Fishing. It, it had your face or it had like a face on it. Was it oh, Bass that's Seaman. Seaman. <laughs> Semen. Semen. But all right. Do you guys have anything else to add to this, or can we move on? Yeah, with some of these conversations have been getting feisty. I like it. A little feisty, you know. Uh, you know, everybody's bringing their uh, feist game tonight for sure. Uh, you know what? I, all right, I'm gonna move us along here. In that case, let's see how the feistiness uh, goes on to this and. Earlier this week, guys, we saw the launch trailer for Gears Tactics. And, hey, you know what? We got to see new story elements, uh, the main story, well, the bad guy in the game, and a whole bunch of new features in the game. And it comes out, well, uh, pretty soon. I think next week, April 28th, on PC. And it hits Xbox, well, sometime later this year. Now, Shock, I got to ask you, because I know you play on uh, PC. uh, Well, not a lot, but enough. Uh... Are you looking forward to this game? Uh, are you interested in this Gears title? Um, definitely interested in it. I haven't played any like XCOM games, but I've played a lot of like strategy, like Fire Emblem stuff like that. Um, 
it's probably just going to be on my backlog a little bit just because I have a lot of like Resident Evil 3 to finish Final Fantasy. But yeah, I'm definitely interested in playing it eventually. But mm-hmm. Now, do you think that it's not a good idea to have it launching with Xbox on the same time as the PC? Because I've seen a lot of people get upset mm. about that, right? And uh, I guess a lot of Xbox guys feel a little dismayed. Don't recall anyone saying a word last gen when Microsoft Flight Simulator never came to the 360. It's only PC exclusive. Like it's the same, but people are making a big deal about it because it's gears. Um, But I think them focusing on it. I mean, if that's what they want to do, I mean, it's not, it's coming. It's not, it's not like staying exclusive. They've already told you. So they're just going to make sure it's tooled perfectly for the platform. It was intended on because that's where those type of games excel better with a mouse and keyboard versus it's like trying to play World of Warcraft or StarCraft on like the N64. It was kind of a shitty experience if you've ever played it. <laughs> well, uh, um, the Gears Tactics plays a lot like X- XCOM. In fact, I would say it's a carbon copy of XCOM to mm-hmm. slap with the Gears stickers on it. You know, just, I mean, as far as the aesthetics of the game, the graphics, uh, just everything in general, the sound. So that's all they're really doing. But uh, I'm disappointed. You know, I'm disappointed that this game um, is not coming day and date, like Megatron would say. But uh, because I know these titles are needed on the Xbox, you know, X, uh, XCOM was pretty popular on the platform. And I mean, obviously, it's not going to be as popular as a first-person shooter. I believe X, XCOM, uh, before it was a strategy game, actually was a first-person shooter. And then it kind of developed into a strategy it was, game, a but it was also a pc game yeah game over. um but i was looking forward to playing this on console uh day one but you know it looks like i have to i'm not going to touch it on pc because uh, i don't game on my pc much i'm more of a console gamer mm-hmm and that's fair. Now, Megatron, I know you're a huge Gears guy. Is this something that uh, you'd be interested in playing, even though it's not a mainline game? It's uh, it's more of like an XCOM-like strategy we know, game. We know Gears Pop wasn't a mainstream. <laughs> and I put, I don't know, probably over 100 hours in Gears Pop, probably. And um, got almost all the achievements. So I'm willing to give this a try, too. It's probably, I mean, I like strategy games. I, I enjoy Halo Wars, Halo Wars 2. I never played XCOM, but if it's if it's if it's similar to that, then I'm down. I'm I'm willing to try anything new. Um, yeah, if you if you guys have a Series X, um, I'm I'm sorry, Series X. Jeez, I, I keep saying it; it's on my mind. Um, if you guys have an X, XCOM is actually enhanced for the for the system, so you mm-hmm. can download it. It's a great game, uh, and you can see what some of the gameplay is like. Uh, or what Gears Tactics uh, will be like in that game. Yeah, I actually own the... Uh, well, it has all the content for it, XCOM, and I gotta tell you, it is one fantastic game. The amount of customization and just the amount of uh, risk and reward that you get to it. You know, like, your teammate permanently dies, you know, and you put a lot of effort into them. You know, so be it. You gotta start over with someone else, and it's heartbreaking. I yeah, think when I think they've been doing nothing but giving this game high praises. So I mean, I think Jez when they did their show, him and Ran, um, 
he said nothing but great things about this game, if I'm not mistaken. So I've I've been seeing it all over Twitter. I can't really be specific. You know, you just skim through stuff on Twitter. But um, I heard nothing but great things. So I think it's going to be good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely interesting. You can uh, recruit NPCs, I guess, join your like the army, and you can personalize them and form a squad. You can train them. So I thought that aspect of it was interesting. Again, the whole ex- to pick up XCOM. I've never played yeah. it. I think it's yeah, on Game Pass. Is it on Game Pass? No, it's not no. on uh, Game oh. Pass, unfortunately. But you can pick. Since you're on, you're picking it. You'll like that game. It's awesome. It's it's so in depth. Like it is a really good sci-fi alien like strategy yeah. game. Like it is really good. It's turn based. Uh, yeah, turn based strategy and lots of thought, lots of detail to it. Uh, I I highly suggest it. I'm still like in the middle of it myself but man there is so much content that you get with it i think i got the uh like the ultimate edition with all the yeah all the dlc yeah, is so good dlc came out i think last year for that too xcom didn't it wasn't it just 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 recently it wasn't too long ago they had some dlc for xcom i was kind of it was rather pricey too i remember uh, i think cognito was talking about it from um ilp but I think just last year, sometime early last year, they had came out with some DLC that I heard was pretty good too. <clears throat> uh, the game, the game, it's pretty intense too. Uh, Centurion. I mean, we're talking about intense firefights, uh, nice strategy in the game. It's just a, it's just a great game. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys notice uh, they had spoken about this a couple of months ago, but they made a uh, a big point in the, the launch trailer to to put in no microtransactions in big letters. Did any of you guys catch that? I didn't. No. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's kind of the flow. Bleeding Edge also did the same thing. So, uh, you know, they, they've had this reputation of uh, having these games that were you know, just trying to just nickel and dime you, but um, I like the trend. So you have Bleeding Edge that said the same thing, and is it, now you have this. Is anybody playing Bleeding Edge? Uh, it's not a joke. It's just is anybody playing? I mean, it's just... I don't trust your questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so loaded with Jeremy. You're like, eh. if you're asking... on Twitter, that's bait. <laughs> He's fishing. Stay away. <laughs> he drops his uh, big hook in the water, the gaming waters. Is uh, anyone playing Overwatch? Yes, actually, they are. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Overwatch kind of died out a bit. Well, died Overwatch out. actually just launched. I don't know any character like the just, other. I know day. a lot of people played it, but no one I knew. I got people on my friends list that are still playing Overwatch. Um, I wanted, I really wanted to lie and say yes, I'm playing Beating Edge, but I just forgot about it because um, I just been so preoccupied. <laughs> but I, you know what? <laughs> that sounds awful, but I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of what I played. Damn it! And you know what? I was gonna go with Halo tonight. I'm going with Beating Edge today. Uh, and you for, and you forgot about your favorite game too. Uh, Thieves, Thieves, I know. You haven't played that I game in like four months. Game. I, I played it two weeks ago. Damn it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, maybe since everybody's not as busy right now, maybe we can get like a 
you know, a group going sometime, maybe like, you know, when we, whenever we're free sometime this week. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we can play tonight. Uh, I'm, Megatron I'm down. will probably fall asleep. Tonight. I am down. I'm wide awake, bro. I, don't, yeah, I got to work at five in the morning. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of uh, with Tim on that one. I got to work in the morning, but uh, you guys go nuts, you know, go uh, collect some coconuts and whatnot. Coconuts and bleeding edge. We're bleeding edge to see a thief. What we're playing in. Bleeding edge, damn it, right? Uh bleeding thieves. Bleeding sounds good. You know, <laughs> this sounds I, I don't know what's a, if this is a positive or a negative, but I'd rather play Sea of Thieves than Bleeding Edge. <laughs> 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 uh, oh my yeah. gosh, you're brutal. Well, I'll say this, I'll say this. Um, like uh, bleeding edge. I mean, they do, they are suffering from like the same thing at launch, but at least Sea of Thieves does have quite a bit of content now. So I'd be more than happy to like go in and play it because it, there is a lot to keep you satisfied. But, mm. uh, Sea of Thieves, uh, Bleeding Edge just needs more time to, uh, to bake, uh, in my opinion. But, uh, I've seen people have fun with it. I've seen a lot of people. I saw UK Daz, uh, playing a few rounds of it earlier today. There, there is a community for it. So, definitely uh, like fastback was saying enjoy pleading playing bleeding edge last night so there's definitely there's you definitely you guys playing um but yeah guys going on to gears tactics though um yeah you know i i definitely plan on uh p picking it up uh maybe not on uh, I, I don't think i'll be playing on pc anytime soon personally i, I i'm gonna wait for the Xbox version at some point. I just wish that they would give us a date because, you know, they they have left us hanging a bit. So, oh. All right. Anything else to add to that, guys, or can we move on? Move on. All right, fellas. Now, this is going to be our last topic tonight. And according to an article from Bloomberg, Sony will be producing fewer PS5 units in its first year in comparison to the PS4. Uh, the, I think they're expecting for the PS5 somewhere around five to six million units. And in comparison, the PS4 had it sold 7.5 within two quarters. So kind of a big difference there. Um and according to certain sources, Sony is limiting its initial production run in part because it expects the PS5 specs to weigh in on demand by leading to a high price at launch. And they expect this price, well, for the, from the, what the sources are saying, to be in the region of $499 to $549, kind of like what we had talked to before. Now, Centurion, I really want to get your thoughts on this first. Do you think we'll see the PS5 with a higher price tag since the comp the components seem to be, well, it's sounding scarcer right now as reported. Uh, what do you think it'll be at? Man, you got to put me on a spotlight like that. This is like one of the biggest debates I have in my head. Um, definitely, I have always leaned that these consoles are all, or we're going to be between the four, um, five and $600 range. I have been called a crazy person, all that other stuff. You're um, so crazy. I know. Um, it's it's kind of like I'm at least trying to save myself from shicker, uh, sticker shock. Um, but at the time of creating these thoughts, 
um, we were having, you know, major issues with, you know, tariffs and stuff like that, that looked like they were going to influence the cost of these consoles and raise them, uh, at no fault of the hardware developer, neither Sony or Xbox were in control in control of that. Now, uh, the whole situation with PlayStation, I think it's really interesting that there is a lot of rumors, um, kind of circulating Sony right now and their console, and they haven't really got out in front of too many of them. Um, I really do see the... What was the original launch price of the PS4, just out of curiosity? Uh, the, P- the PS4 was $399. Yeah, that's so correct. It was 400 So, at least in my mind, it is conceivable <laughs> that it is going to be more expensive, even though I know that $400 price point is really nice but they are using a really well put together SSD that everybody's talking about. There is stuff in this console. The RDNA two is some pretty up there tech. I don't see how this console is going to be able to kind of hit that $400 range. I think 450, 500 is more of a viable number on what that console is probably going to cost. So, uh... If you look throughout history, the PlayStation 2 had this issue where some of the uh, components were very scarce. So I think what's going to happen is the first year of the PlayStation 5 uh, that it's in its initial release is going to be at $499. they are going to do a limited production of it, meaning they're going to wait until these parts become cheaper in value so that way... When it's time to rock and roll, and they're ready to sell some systems, um, it's still going to be at that four ninety nine price range. So I think that's why, you know, you know, just so if you make so so many systems, uh, what you're doing is you're cutting your costs, and that's that's what it comes down to. What? Go ahead. Um, well, this is I'm not trying to take this conversation down a different road, but this is a theory that's been going in my head. Right now with the situation that we got, everybody's sitting at home, quarantine here, um, Mm -hmm. stay at home, order there. Um, Basically, gaming is surging right now. We can see that on the numbers on everything. No matter what platform you're playing on, there's a lot more people to play your favorite game with everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. Now, um, as a result of that, I really see people that have let gaming go all of a sudden are back in gaming, but mm-hmm. they're not the people that already know about the series X or the PS five and all this great tech that's coming out. They're just getting back into gaming. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like the, the ecosystem for the previous generation for both systems now, PS four and Xbox one um, is getting bigger. And I really kind of see that's probably going to influence how long they're going to support the older generation going forward because now they're going to have a lot more people to support because more people are getting invested in gaming right now. And I don't see these people as soon as the holidays come around going, Hey, I had a blast playing that Xbox one that I just got. I'm going to go grab a series X. I, I see them sticking and with the Xbox one. The and to spend true. Yeah. That's dollars to buy a new console, you know, whether well, it's X or whatever you want to buy. It's just, before this pandemic, I, I was still holding strong on 600 mm-hmm. before this pandemic. Now they kind of, I, I think no. they have to evaluate and hit that $500 mark at least to try to keep it to where people aren't just going to, you know, just drone out the minute they hear $600. Uh, it's not going to be $600. I'm telling you right now. 
because it'd be the death of the system. Dude, uh, okay, look, I was completely happened. floored when I heard the price of the the Sat A or the Sade, whatever you want to call it, the Xbox One all digital. I was floored when I yeah, heard the price tag. I was like, wow. And I'm but, sorry, that's what I'm going off of right now is that thing was but, priced higher than we thought it would be. What was it? One ninety nine history or two forty nine? It was three hundred. It was three hundred. No way. No way. Released at three hundred. Swear to God, bro. You could buy an you could buy an all digital for three hundred, or you could go out and get an actual S for three forty nine, or you could get the creme de la creme out of all the consoles at four ninety nine. That was their structure at that time. The the S with the 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 Blu ray, the four K player in it for three hundred. I mean, that was the whole rub. I'm like, why would you even? Yeah, but, oh, dude! Even the Xbox One X people were floored at that price tag. Yeah. That's why I'm just saying, like, if we're going off history, we've seen a history out of Xbox pricing things higher than we thought they would be. Just I, I think I think Shockley's fucking driving again. Jesus Christ, Shockley! <laughs> no, he's getting all that electricity going from playing Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> he, t- he turns off his mic. Again. I'm gonna drop the mic. It's gonna be four ninety nine. Oh four ninety nine. Yeah. Dude, if it's four ninety nine, I'm gonna be jumping up and down happy. I would be. I'm not saying it needs to be six hundred. I guess in my mind, I'm just preparing for the worst, so that way I can walk in there and be like, "Hey, I saved a hundred bucks. Cool." I think they'll both take losses on it, but um, do you guys know? Do you guys know why they release it? Uh, the price tag at you know, it's just they ended at ninety nine as opposed to like five hundred. Do you know why they do that? Why? Hmm. Centurion, you know why, Centurion. I'm curious on what your opinion is. For the love of God, tell us why. So, <laughs> well, it's all psychological. Yeah, it yeah exactly. Like, it's it's psychological. Yeah, Shockley I, got it. I just did I was even it while driving. Shockley, good job, dude. It's, I'm gonna be up front. I've, I've closed yeah. deals for fifteen thousand dollars, but it sounds better when you're like, uh, yeah, it's like fourteen nine ninety five. Well, yeah. Especially when it's when you eyeball it, it's it's a psychological thing. Yeah. Well. Well, I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, if they if they're both four ninety nine, four ninety nine, man, can you imagine like Xbox's selling point though would just be off the hook? You know, there everybody was going crazy over the, uh, you know, if you go back to the whole ten eighty p versus like nine hundred p at the beginning. Oh, now, but we're going off of right now. We know PlayStation is wanting to be competitive. We already know they want to be competitive at this point. I'm having this debate in my head. Does Microsoft want to be competitive or superior competitive? They put it the same price as the PS five superior means they know they built a really great product and they're going to stand behind it. And they're going to feel like they have the superior product, which in turn has a little bit of a higher price tag behind it. It's like the difference between going out and buying just a standard car and a sports car. You know, one <laughs> superior than the other and has a higher price tag. I I do hope sure. I hope they undercut Sony. I really do. I mean, if they undercut Sony, that'd be <laughs> that'd be huge. But I think even if they hit, yeah, well, they have their lock card. They they uh, yeah the lock card. But if they both hit four ninety nine, that's a big win for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Phil said he's gonna be they're they're agile on the price, so I think they're just 
they're I think he has, he no has choice. the backing. If hey, they the need economy to right now is, is on is is on fire in a bad way. I mean, you got twenty two million people that have lost their jobs in the span of three weeks. And that number is looking like it's gonna be higher. You know, actually it's twenty six million, but yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, more your official number is twenty two, but you're I mean, you're damn near I bet you it's gonna be twenty six. Um so yeah. I'm trying to figure out right now exactly because we all know GameStops aren't doing trade-ins right now. They're not How even the open. Are they well, even open? Well, in my state, they are. You you can't go into them. They'll hand you something out outside the door. Oh, yeah, okay. you can't go into them. I mean, like they're on lockdown. But um, yeah, be trading in coronavirus. Well, actually, they don't do any trade-ins <laughs> right now, and that's what that's like part of my plan right there. Is like I have an Xbox One X in my bedroom <laughs> that I am planning to use for trade-in value. And I'm just like, how the hell is that going to work if like we're not allowed to trade them in when these consoles start dropping? No, we're gonna be we're gonna be rocking and rolling by the time uh, those consoles launch. I'm not worried about. Are that. you? Re- and that's another thing, man. I don't really see people rushing out, getting into huge crowds, wanting these consoles. I think we're gonna see a lot of people no, probably can't. using online stores to get them. No, we're not going to be able to survive like that. You do that, you're, you're it's we're talking about the death of this country. So, well, Best Buy now is doing curbside. You go into Best Buy and it's just like you you already pre-order it, you pay for it. If you have a credit card, you put your information in, and they'll they'll t- the guy comes to your window, they tell you what you tell them what you order, and they bring it to you. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, this world we live in, man, it's just everything's changed. You know, hopefully, like you said, it'll it'll get better by then. But, uh, no, you yeah. have to. You have no choice. You can't live like this. What are you gonna do? You have another outbreak, man. Just... You know what? I'm mm. through human history, up and down, man. Not to start preaching, but you know, humankind finds a way. Exactly. Yeah. Part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Random <laughs> point. Did anybody see They're that? Like video how the dinosaurs go to meet and make so... baby dinosaurs, and they found the way, right? They... So we'll find a way. We'll make baby dinosaurs all Did over. Did anybody there. see that random video? Which one? Can hear me? I can hear you now. What? what, I, can, what I, I can hear you your fucking. Oh, okay. I can hear your fucking car in the oh, background. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Did anybody see that? It was a random thing. I was gonna say. Did um, anybody see that random video where that uh, girl was like flaunting money? Yeah. Her like IG account. And her window is down, and then somebody came, ran up, and took all the money out of her hand, and ran off. Oh my oh, wow. god. Dude, I, this is not a time to screw around. I'm not trying to sound over dramatic, but a few weeks ago, I actually had a thought of I really shouldn't walk down the sidewalk right now with this case of ramen. Mm, that's you currency know? right now. Dude, for real. Like that's I almost like because we actually got a hold of some and we just brought it home. And like I almost like just like walked around with it like it was nothing. I was like, wait a minute, this is gonna cause people to stare. I shouldn't do that. That's like if it's in the back seat of your car, you cover it up. It'll break that window. <laughs> yeah, we. I don't have that problem here. We don't have that problem here. Number one is everybody's concerned. Everybody's, carry. everybody's carrying a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, there's an apple pie in every window wherever Jeremy lives. I'm coming, man. I'm on my Old way. Whole town smells like you apple know what? Pie. What are you talking about? Megatron, it's it's like that, you know. The oh, I know what you I know what you meant by <laughs> that. It's like that, dude. Now wait, I want we could tell how country it is right now. How dressed up does your town get for the holidays? Eh. Every Sunday, bro. Every Sunday, we have to wear a suit. Whether you go to church or not. I grew up in that town. Dress itself out for the holidays. I mean, they got into it. 
You got to be bundled, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, well, it's probably is it still snowing there? You know what's crazy? Today was on and off between hot, you know, I mean not hot, but you know, re really warm, like almost near 60 degrees, sunny out. And then the weather change is so dramatic here to where, you know, they can be like a hailstorm coming in in five minutes and they'll start hailing for five minutes. And then five minutes later, it'll be sunny again. It's just the, the weather changes on a whim here. Mm. Yeah, I kind of had the similar thing. Like, we've had some really nice weather here in Ontario the past few weeks, but man, it keeps changing. Like, uh, I thought we were going to be done with snow, but then it started to sprinkle a little bit the other day. And then all of a sudden, the sun comes out, but then it gets cold. And then it, it just, uh, it's April weather here. That's just kind of how mm -hmm. it is. But I'm just, I'm so ready. Because it's been teasing the nice warm weather here that it's just like, you know what, I'm just ready. I'm ready for sunny weather, to, ready to change the tires, you know, put the summer tires on and just, man, just enjoy the weather. Oh, man, geez, it's like freaking 80 degrees here every single day. I'm just getting sick of it. <laughs> well, I, don't uh, I like the fall. That's it. No, I can't. I, 74 degrees, perfect temperature for me, and that's it. I, I hate hot oh. weather. You know what, Megatron? If you lived where Centurion lives, your cho your chocolate will melt, buddy. Uh, <laughs> actually, we're doing pretty well. We we're we're actually uh, having cooler temperatures no, than we normally. Centurion, do. I'm talking about the summertime. Oh, I oh I know. You come down. I'll tell you what. You come down here when we're not all under uh, quarantine and 120, 115. Come down here on the 4th of July. There's a lot of stuff to do down here. A lot of nice uh, parties all around town for the 4th of July. But just know you're going to lose a couple pounds too and sweat because, I mean, it, it is hot. Centurion. Well, I'm already about 20. We, I mean, I'm really skinny anyway, right? <laughs> Centurion, before I, left, uh, before I left my old company, I went down to uh, your neck of the woods and it was 115 degrees so the asphalt uh and outside was probably about a nut, like 130 140 degrees it melted tires like well, it literally I, I, melted tires i haven't seen tires melt but i've seen uh because i work around heavy equipment i've seen uh, asphalt roads break uh break back down into asphalt like mm -hmm. where it's like it, it softens because uh like the uh truck went over it and the road just kind of like moved out of the way because there was just so much weight and the, the heat it just like sank into the damn road um oh, yeah crazy God. stuff dude like it gets interesting down here during the summertime because i mean if you don't take care of your car down here we have uh terms on news called barbecue cars just <laughs> on the side of the road burning yeah nice i damn. just thought I don't think my st state's going to have an Indy 500 this year. That'd be maybe the first time. That there. sucks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, it's in May, so I don't like, oh, shit. That's like the, It's like the most populated sporting event in the world. We're going to have a day uh, of silence day in Shockley's Town due to the uh, Daytona 500 not taking place. Now, Shock, didn't they say they were going to delay it? I thought they said they were going to oh, delay it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I think they said they are going to delay it. Dude, man. See, are we gonna get like, are we gonna get used to seeing sporting events where the event is going down, but there's no crowd? There's no crowd. There's no, you want to you you see, see your sneakers? Go watch WrestleMania. A... Like, I mean, go, dude. Like, I mean, like, it's actually kind of it screws with you. You see your sneakers on the court in basketball. Oh, dude, <laughs> you hear sneaker, dude. 
watching wrestling right now, you can hear them talking to each other, all this stuff. Hell, you can hear the walkie talkies on the camera, guys. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, it's nuts. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, some of the stuff you're seeing, like, yeah, with the uh, wrestling. They, I don't understand why they don't do like crowd <laughs> overview. Prote- I don't know. It's just. See, one of those CD, they have to follow CDC guidelines. And I think one of the guidelines is, is you're not allowed to have more than 10 people in a room at a time, like, yeah, something like that. And like, I've noticed that that's why they had to split WrestleMania into two days. One of the main reasons is they couldn't have all those people there at one time. Mm. So oh, the times are changing, dude. Like, I, like again, not trying to go off on that. Go off the rails, but this is going to affect sports and entertainment considerably. Can like because right now, like stuff isn't even really being filmed. Try to film a movie with, and try to do a shot for Tom a movie got pushed back a show with, with ten people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how gaming's affected. Like in the like, I know right now they're pushing back some stuff, but. Uh, hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, in the coming weeks, for all we know, we could hear about more game delays. So I just surprising. It's not going to be surprising. Everyone's working from home, but their kids are home too. And uh, you're not. I mean, to be able to focus, it's uh, people aren't considering that you have to teach your kids. You're, you're, everyone's homeschooling now. Mm. Um, so you're trying to be in the office, so your virtual office, and kids are your, so your, lucky. <laughs> yeah, your kids are asking you. You know, what's four plus I was, four? I wish know? this happened when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like my girlfriend's a uh, teacher, right? She teaches uh, grade one, and uh, they're doing the online stuff. And I, like, I'll be honest, I don't know what you like. We'll do like online with like grade ones, but uh, it's like they do some show and tell, and it's like you know a couple of minutes of just like showing off a toy or a stuffed bear or something. It's like it, it, it's cute, but I'm like, I'm not. You know, what else can you really do? <laughs> yeah. No, but you're keeping them engaged. I think that's the one thing that we got to keep in mind here is, you know, actually you're, you're saying that, you know, it's got to be great time to be a kid. Is it really? Because no. if you got, if you got parents that don't care, you're out running amok and that's even worse because you can, you could potentially get sick. If you mm. got parents that do care, you're not outside really you're inside. And you know what it's like? Like I have a friend that's having to explain to her kids why they can't go see their grandparents and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so in certain situations, it it does kind of screw with a kid on why can't I go out inside and play with my friends? Um, because there's some magical force out there that can harm you. My kids are sitting here listening. They're trying to figure out what the coronavirus is and you can't go outside. We'll get the virus. Oh my God. Willow has the virus. She's got the Corona. I don't know if they're just playing half the time or serious, (laughs) but uh, my kids, my kids don't even think about it. Yeah. Oh, All right, fellas. I think on that note, uh, I'm gonna call it quits for tonight's show. We like to end the show on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, really, really good chats tonight, fellas. And uh, a big thank you to everyone that tuned in to listen to us live and to participate in the chat. Uh, who do we got here? Uh, still kicking with us. Dreadpool, Fastback. Oh, man, so many. Nine lives. Thanks for joining, my friend. Uh, a lot of new people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a lot of cool uh, 
Ovaldo Brown. Thank you, Victor. Uh, Lansville Paul. Yeah, all kinds of new, new faces joining us. Thank you tonight, Alex Basha, and a whole bunch of others. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a really fantastic show. And guys, if you happen to like it, then share the show out. Smack the like button and leave a comment afterwards just to you know, let, let us know your opinion on different things. Now on to the outros. Tim uh, had to uh, step out early, unfortunately, but uh, great comments by Tim. Uh, Megatron, where can everybody find you? As always, man, you can hit me up on Xbox Live playing, <laughs> playing Bleeding Edge. <laughs> <laughs> playing some Bleeding Edge tonight. Hit us up right now. I don't know if Jeremy's going to be, if he's bluffing or not, but uh, I'll be playing Bleeding Edge. So Bleeding Edge, my gamer tag is Megatron. <laughs> my gamer tag is Megatron. Playing what? Bleeding Edge. <laughs> oh, my Bleeding God. I'm, I'm Bleeding I'm, Edge. I'm, oh my my gamer back. tag is Megatron1. Hit me up and you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> Megatron underscore 1975. Middle fingers to Jeremy. They're way up. Oh. There. You can feel oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think it's I've lied him. La- I don't think I've ever heard Jeremy laugh this hard. So <laughs> Let him have it. Oh. Let him have his time. Uh, too good, too good. Well, hey guys in the chat, definitely uh, send Megatron a, uh, you know, uh, an invite or something. Get a get a party started. As I'm gonna mute you. I swear. Oh my god! I'm gonna go back and hold the star. Oh my god! I can't breathe. <laughs> Listen live as Downer chokes. <laughs> Oh, oh man all right uh shock i know you're uh busy driving away there but awesome show <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeremy has a heart attack i think you're like busy driving over there he is oh my god yeah you can find me uh at shock Nero on Twitter. you can find me in your car <laughs> Jesus Christ. There we go. Uh, An uh, easy shock on uh, Xbox Live and uh, PSN. But uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, it was a good show. Uh, this podcast fell apart real quick. Uh, at least it's a tail end, buddy. Uh, Centurion, bud. Awesome show. Where can you be found? Uh, you can always find me at. Centurion1307 at Xbox Live, Twitter, and YouTube. And thank you once again, Invader, for letting me host last week. It was a blast. And, um, man, is anybody going to be playing any good games? You know, I just 100%ed uh, Journey to the Savage Planet. That was actually fun. Yeah, that's a good game. I need to download it from Game Pass. but Dude, uh... that game was fun. Give it a shot. Uh, just there's so much to play. Like I just downloaded uh, Near Automata. I want to give that a go. Uh, there's there's just so much out right now. Even some of the sales. Some of the sales are really good. Um, but on that note, oh, yeah, I did pick up uh, quite a bit of PSN games. I think <clears throat> so. so tell I me, Days I... Gone, Death Stranding. <laughs> One last question: Would I be a fraud for buying Final Fantasy VII? No, hmm. why? Why would you be a man? fraud? I don't know. I want to hold out and get it on my Xbox, but I just hear all this stuff about it. And I want to check out this uh, game. No, dude, get buy what you have, whatever you want you know on what? whatever platform. <laughs> I was thinking about buying it too. However, the then I saw something for twelve hundred dollars. No, it's <laughs> I have a problem with 
it releasing in parts. You know, and if you want the whole whole experience, because by the time the other game rolls around, you're just gonna forget about what happened in this first one. In the first one, so I think I'll I think I'll wait. I think I'll wait until the game is complete that day in like ten years. (laughs) It's a complete uh, game. Like when you play it, it is. It's like forty forty four plus hours, probably close to fifty hours. Like it's a full. But you know, I mean, for those who played. Those who have played Final Fantasy VII know it's not the complete game, so it's that's always in back of my head. Then where... again, if you go back and play Final Fantasy, that Midgar section was only like an hour or so long, whereas here it's like fifty-five or about fifty hours long. So maybe wow. that part was incomplete because it didn't have much to go on. You were wow. out of Midgar in two hours. Wow. <laughs> and the launch title for the PS6 is Final Fantasy VII: The Other Half. Now, this is the one they should have uh, snagged instead of uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider for mm. your exclusive. Everybody said it would have flopped. No, this thing would have done gangbusters on Xbox. Of course, it would. Because it's too big of a title. What if Definitely. they released it in like parts for Xbox when it comes out? Who's gonna be pissed then? Oh, it will be in a part. It'll be the first part. Will be like a year from now. Yeah, they they're won't not going to be done with the second part. The, the game's so big, and they, as much as they fleshed out just the Midgar section of the original game, like okay, it's, I see what it's easily going to be three parts, I would think. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Jeremy, you don't, you don't feel ripped off when you when you play. It's an amazing combat system. It's really fun. Jeremy, you, know you done what? laughing? <laughs> you know what, Chuckley? Our fans feel ripped off when you're driving away in your vehicle on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering right, when it was coming. Spice and flavor to the podcast. It's like you just don't know what's gonna happen. Like, what if we heard Chocolate get mugged? Oh, don't say that. Yeah. Downer. You can find me on Xbox. Downer J. Downer out. Out. All right, all right. And uh, now Jeremy's done laughing. Uh, Guys, of course, I'm Invader. You can find me on my channel, Invader Gaming, and, of course, on Twitter at Invader underscore 1986. Guys, again, fantastic show. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you all next week. So take it easy, fellas. Peace.